My entitled coworker loses her mind when she finds out I put in my two-week notice. Because after she found out this news, she made it her goal to try and get me fired, as well as sabotage my new job. And as a result of her vindictive and awful behavior towards me and the company, she eventually ended up getting fired. And I've never been happier to be away from a crazier coworker in my life. Here's what happened. So I'm a 30-year-old female, and I've been working at a super small construction company for the past two years. I put my best foot forward every day and never had any issue with anyone in the company. As of three months ago, they moved me from an in-field coordinator to an accounting position. It was an emergency move as one of the employees stole $80,000 from the company and they needed an immediate replacement. My new supervisor, we'll call her Mary, that's not her real name, is 34 years old and was always super kind to me and we've become pretty good in-work friends. But these last couple of months have been a nightmare. I hate the new position and to be fair, I'm not very good at it. So I found a new position and I've been keeping it a secret for a while. I let the owner know first and he was very kind and receptive to it. The issue started when Mary got word of it. She immediately cornered me and started going on this rant saying things like, why didn't you tell me? You're being incredibly unfair and selfish. I can't believe you would do this to us. This is unacceptable. Don't ask for a referral because you are not getting one from me. And she just went on and on. I politely told her that the opportunity was something I simply couldn't pass up. She then went to the owner and asked for any details I might have given him about the new company and the new position. And honestly, at that point, I believe she was trying to sabotage me leaving. Thankfully, I didn't discuss any details about it with anyone. It was very awkward after that, but I didn't think anything of it. But the next day is when things took a turn for the worst. Mary decided to be petty and removed all of my authorizations to any accounts I had, so I couldn't perform any of my daily duties. I didn't want to leave on a sour note, so I brought it up to the owner as Mary was out of the office that day. He reauthorized my accounts and I continued to work. Mary was back the following day and was completely livid that I had went around her and talked directly to the owner and her actions towards me would only get worse from here on out. The next day I came in to notice that my desk was moved and my computer access was taken away yet again. So that's when I decided to maliciously comply. Since I couldn't do any of my daily tasks and I really didn't feel like dealing with a screaming Mary, I decided to to jump online for basically the entire day. At the end of the day, Mary came into my new back storage office and said, did you have a busy day today? I know mine was. So I just smiled and said, yep, mine was exhausting. She did not like that response and went to the owner to say that I was purposefully not doing my job and my last two weeks would be pointless so they should just let me go right now. But the owner disagreed. He called me into his office and after I explained what she had done, he gave me access again and told Mary that she had had to work from home. Another day goes by, and it's extremely peaceful now that Mary is working remote. But unfortunately, this does not mean my day was getting any easier. Instead of taking my access away, she had the IT department start forwarding all my emails to other employees in other departments that had nothing to do with my specific position. Now, at this point, I only have three days left, and so I just took it as an, okay, this sucks for them, but it's on Mary's head if anyone has any questions. I looked at my PTO, and I had way more than I thought I had. So I thought to myself, why not just use those for my last days? And that's exactly what I did. I was originally supposed to let all vendors know and starts forwarding them off to the appropriate people and interview second round candidates for my position. But you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. The owner was completely okay with it and understood that Mary was being toxic and that he would have a talk with her about her attitude and position if this continues. Now with my last two days and me being on PTO, I finally thought I was safe from Mary. But lo 
and behold, she was still holding a massive grudge, as if me leaving my position was a personal attack on her. She called me at 4.30 in the morning and left me a voicemail saying that our company was having an accounting emergency and I need to come in right away. I called her back about four hours later, which she was fuming about, and went on a massive rant about how I'm being extremely entitled and I will never get anywhere with my attitude. She said she's embarrassed for our company to say that I ever worked here and that if she ever finds out where I will be working, she will make sure that I'm fired and will never get a job in this town ever again. But when she said that, I just laughed at her. And then she went ballistic. And this was like when you take a four-year-old's toy away from them. She was screaming so loud, her voice was shaking, saying silly things like, I have no respect for her or that I was going to rot in Hades. Eventually, I just hung up on her once she started bringing my family into things. And after that, I called the owner and explained to him what happened, which he was not shocked about. He then told me that when she came in that morning, she was going on a rampage like the Tasmanian devil. After finding out why she was freaking out, he promptly fired her. I was shocked since this was a small company and he definitely needed her. I eventually heard from another co-worker that she ended up destroying a bunch of company property on her way out and now she's facing a lawsuit due to all the damages. And I'm honestly just so thankful that she revealed her true self to everyone and that I'm very far away from that company and her. Wow, that lady burned literally every bridge in that company. She seriously went on a rampage when you said, yeah, I'm going to quit this position. I'm not doing this anymore. She very clearly took that personally in some kind of way and she then made it her goal to try and ruin your life. Like seriously, what is wrong with her? Why would you on a professional level act like that towards anybody? Here's the thing about working a job. I've learned that anybody is replaceable. Aside from like the owner of a business, any person in any degree of authority absolutely can be replaced at the drop of a hat. And this Mary lady is no exception. I mean, she was running around that office as if she owned the place. She clearly had some kind of chip on her shoulder about you leaving. And that, in my opinion, is so weird. Like, why not be gracious about this and try and be supportive of a coworker? You very well could work with them or for them in the future. Who knows where your career could go? Why not try and stay friends instead of making an enemy? And it certainly doesn't help that Mary was trying to throw wrenches in the wheels of the original poster. I mean, they did try to cut off access to everything this person had. They were constantly being a nuisance and being so rude to the original poster, all with the main goal of trying to ruin this new job opportunity for them. And you know what? I'm pretty sure if Mary knew about your new job, she absolutely would try and sabotage it. So honestly, with all things considered, I'm really glad that Mary got fired and I'm so glad that you got out of that job. She does not sound like a stable person and seriously, it was much better for you to leave than to deal with that lady on a daily basis. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out. Link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. Today, I messed up by making a dinner reservation under a celebrity's name. Here's what happened. So this happened back in 2018, and I honestly still regret it to this day. My wife and I were in Buffalo, New York for a friend's wedding. We checked into a hotel the night before and noticed that there was a Morton Steakhouse attached to the hotel. My wife suggested we go there for dinner, and I told her I'd make reservations online once we get checked into our room. While she was taking a shower, I made the reservations. When the site asked for a name, I put in my first name, and then I was prompted to put in a last name. For some reason, I thought it'd be funny to put in Galifianakis, which is the name of the actor, and yes, I did have to Google it just to spell it. I smirked as I confirmed the reservation and didn't think about it again. For reference, I have a beard similar to his in The Hangover, and our body shapes are arguably the same, but that's honestly about it. In a low-light setting with some distance, if someone said to you that I was him, you really wouldn't be able to
to deny it. I usually wear a hat as well, and this evening was no different. About an hour later, we headed down to the restaurant for dinner, and this place was very busy. My wife approached the hostess and told her we had a reservation under Zach. I was standing about 10 feet away in a sea of people, but as soon as I saw how the hostess reacted with a huge smile, I immediately remembered what I did. I quickly thought to myself, oh no, they think it's really him. As I approached, I could hear the hostess tell my wife, we've arranged a table in a more private setting for you both. My wife turned around and stared into my soul. Now, I've seen this look so many times from her, and it's always for the same reason. She mouthed the words, what did you do? And before I could say anything, the hostess said, please follow me. None of the other guests could be bothered, but I could feel a bunch of eyes on me from every single person that worked there as we followed the hostess to our secluded table. Even the cooks in the kitchen stopped what they were doing to get a glimpse. It was very clear when the reservation came in, the word spread and excitement was in the air. As the hostess handed us our menus, a very pregnant waitress approached the table, and this is where it all came crashing down. As she welcomed us to the restaurant, I blurted out and said, I'm sorry, I'm not Zach Galifianakis, to which she replied with a smile, yeah, I can see that. The look on my wife's face was priceless, but I was too deep into damage control to even address it. I said, look, I'm an idiot. I thought it'd be funny, and I wasn't ready for what the waitress was about to unload on me. She said to me, I'm actually a huge fan of Zach, and when the reservation came in, the hostess ran to the back and told my manager. He actually asked me specifically if I wanted the table because he knew how much of a fan I was. And yes, right about now, I felt absolutely horrible. Luckily, she seemed to have a great sense of humor, and I also think she knew I was genuine with my apology. The restaurant took our picture and I signed it. The title of it said, My Date with Zach. And when we left, I gave her about $100 for a tip. But honestly, with all things considered, I really feel dumb and incredibly embarrassed. Wow, that is really embarrassing. I can only imagine going to a restaurant and then reserving your name under a celebrity name. That is a serious gamble and honestly, what happened in this story very easily could have happened to anybody. So I think the original poster learned a valuable lesson. And next time they try and reserve a table, they'll just use their name to avoid this interaction ever happening again. Am I the jerk for using money from my child support to buy things that I want? Because at this point, my mom's upset and I'm honestly not sure what to do. Here's what happened. So my parents divorced when I was eight years old. The custody was basically split in a 70-30 arrangement and my dad was ordered to pay child support. I recently turned 18 and we started a conversation about if it was necessary for it to carry on or not. My mom was very adamant that it should be continued and my dad accepted with the condition that the money was put into a bank account and that I could have access to use it anytime I want. So we opened an account in my name which both me and my mom can have money from. I have been using it a lot, mainly to buy courses, Uber drivers, and ordering food. I know it's irresponsible and I probably should manage the money a bit better, but it just feels nice to be able to pay for the things I want. Well, today my mom sat me down to have a chat about it. She said that she uses the money to pay for my things and that I can't use it that much. I said that I understood, but that dad said I could use it anytime that I want. We argued for a bit and she said that if I didn't learn how to control my spending better, I should then just go ahead and live with my dad. But here's my defense. It's not like I'm spending all of the money. I mean, dad is very annoying about saving and how we should always be prepared for pretty much anything. So I put a portion of it in a savings account. And even of the money that is left, I spent about half of it in total. But I do understand that if my mom wanted to do something with the money, she would have to reform her plans to fit my spending. My dad says that the money is technically mine to do whatever I want with, but that I should be mindful of excessive spending and plan an arrangement with her on how much we each can take from the
the account. My mom says that I'm still too young to manage that money and that I don't know what I'm doing. So am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Okay, honestly, I think the way you're spending this money is really irresponsible. For starters, you don't even have a job. You're just using this money to buy like Uber Eats and get all this food and clothing. Meanwhile, your mom needs help supporting the house. Like, sure, these funds are being used for whatever you want, but at the end of the day, it kind of seems like you're blowing this money down the drain. Like, your mom is right. It really seems like you're being very selfish and you're wasting money money that's meant to pay for your expenses and now your mom's gonna have to find other means just to cover the cost of things so yes in my opinion i think you're being a massive jerk right now it really seems like you're taking advantage of the system and you're spending this money even if you're trying to save some of it in a bank account in a way that is really irresponsible am i the jerk for requesting my next door neighbor quiet down their toddler who seems to cry at all hours of the day and night here's what happened so for a bit of context i'm a 36 year old female and i live next door to new tenants who moved in some six months ago and they have a toddler that's about three years old. He shrieks at all times of the day and just does the whole throwing himself on the ground tantrum thing literally multiple times a day. Due to the hybrid work model, I work from home three days a week. It's become a regular occurrence to have multiple instances of managers or even my clients asking why there's a child crying in the background. Fast forward and over the weekend, I met my neighbor upstairs and she asked me if I also woke up really early, very shocked at the noise. Now, for context, last Saturday, the whole building woke up at 5.45 in the morning because the child in question was screaming, and it went on for a good 20 minutes. Now, here's some information about the kid itself. The child is healthy, and we always see the kid outside playing. The mom is also a stay-at-home mom. There is no neglect or anything like that. The child is well looked after. He looks about three years old and goes to a play school in the mornings, but he hasn't been 
going this week. Now, on to what happened today. I'm working on something critical while handing off my responsibilities due to a transition as well as having back-to-back phone calls. Over the course of four hours, I had to keep pausing my call. At one point, a really important client from another continent asked me if I needed to be excused to take care of my child. They even asked if I needed to reschedule the call. Another person on the call chimed in with the same sentence. They basically said to me, we should not be neglecting a child because our call is running long. I then profusely apologized to them, and I also informed them that it was the neighbor's child, but they mentioned how it sounds like it's happening in my house. After the call ended, I went out to the balcony and, in a very respectful way, asked the mother if the child was unwell, but she didn't like that question, and then she asked me why. I asked her again if the baby is unwell, but she said no. She mentioned that she took away something that he was trying to eat, and that's why he was crying. I explained to her what happened on my calls, and she finally snapped at me and said, he's a baby, what do you expect? I then asked her straight up, well, if I didn't talk to the child's mother, who else do I have to speak to? I explained that I completely understand the challenges of being a mother, and I'm sure it's incredibly overwhelming, but this is happening so many times in the day, and it's really not letting me focus on my work. And after I said that, she literally started crying. So am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? I personally don't think you're the jerk in this situation. I think you're doing everything you can to try and make sure you have some kind of work environment that doesn't include this lady's stupid kid crying all the time. Like, think about it. You're working from home. You're trying to get stuff done and have some kind of professionalism. Meanwhile, your clients think that you're neglecting your child. But guess what? You don't have a child. And instead, it's your neighbor's child acting like a complete maniac. It's like, I'm sorry, but that's inappropriate. You have every right to have some semblance of quiet and peace in your home, especially at what, 5.45 in the morning? Like, seriously, it sounds like the mom needs to do a better job of parenting the kid. And maybe that's really mean and insensitive, but it sounds like this is happening to a lot of other people as well. So no, you are not the jerk for talking to your neighbor. You have every right to talk to them and explain what's going on. Because you can bet if you were making noise, you would want to have someone tell you, instead of continuing to do it, under the assumption that everything's fine. Also, if you're looking for some type of like practical setup, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea just for the sake of your job to invest in a microphone that won't pick up these background noises. There are options available that you can invest in that really will dampen the sound and allow you to work without that stupid kid ruining your phone calls. So hopefully this message was delivered and your neighbor can do a better job of quieting down her kid. I just realized that my boyfriend and his wealthy father have been making fun of my dad's business and I'm so heartbroken over what he said and at this point I seriously don't know what to do. So I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for one year and everything is going really well so far. My dad owns a building company and has 30 employees including me. I work in sales and customer support and he founded the company in 2005 and since then we've been growing from a two-man plumbing service to 30 employees doing all sorts of renovations. My boyfriend's family on the other hand comes from generational wealth. His dad was CEO to his parents company which has about a thousand employees. When he turned 40 years old he sold the business and reinvested the money into private equity as well as stocks and other things and also bought another company that he is currently managing. My boyfriend is currently doing his master's in business administration and working part-time in his dad's company. When I met his parents, we got along really well. We had interesting conversations and they also told my boyfriend that they liked me. However, last week after a couple of beers, I realized that they don't take what my dad and I do very seriously at all. I told them that we are currently developing new advertisement strategies. His dad then asked me why we even need to advertise toilets as people go to the bathroom all the time. He then started laughing 
loudly after he said that. They also made fun of the new car wrapping designs we came up with for some of our cars, but it became pretty clear to me that they only see us as a petty plumbing facility. But here's the thing. We make $6 million in sales volume every single year. We're not huge, but guess what? We're also not a small company. Generally, I realize that they are completely detached from the struggles of normal people. Talking about lazy employees and how everyone has no drive to work anymore, his dad grew up rich, so I just think it is a bit weird to talk like that in his position. Should I confront my boyfriend? When we were alone, he never gave me that impression, but I am pretty hurt by what the both of them did together, and at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Honestly, the way they acted is so unbelievably toxic. Seriously, you saw true colors come out that day, and now you know exactly how they feel about you and your dad's business. They think of it as a joke, and it's clearly below them in some kind of way. And I honestly can't stand people who act like this, by the way. People who grew up really rich and have no idea of what it's like to struggle on a daily basis. The kind of people who, just like the original poster described, are so detached from reality that they wouldn't know hard work if it was staring them in the face. And that's seriously unfortunate. I mean, this is your boyfriend we're talking about. This is someone I'm willing to assume you want to have some kind of future with, with even marriage being a possibility in the future. So finding out exactly how he and your father feels about your company is incredibly unfair and so hurtful. So if I was in your shoes, I would really make it a point to have some kind of conversation. And I wouldn't even bother bringing up his father, because there's honestly not much you can do about that. But in contrast, you absolutely can say something to your boyfriend. And I know if I was in your shoes, there's no way I would avoid that conversation. What he said was incredibly disrespectful. You and your father work incredibly hard on that business, and for him to just basically stomp all over it just because he grew up wealthy is so unacceptable. And this doesn't have to be some big confrontation or anything like that. It can literally just be a conversation. You could say something like, hey, this was really unfair and really hurtful, and this really broke my heart that you said that about me and my father. And then just see where it goes from there. Because I would really want to have this addressed and figured out well before I even tried to move forward with them in a relationship. So hopefully this all works out and he can see where you're coming from. Because based on what you described, his behavior is absolutely disgusting. And he 100% needs to apologize to you for the things he said about your business. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.